All right, so there's a lot of noise out there in college football about what's wrong with college football. I mean, from NIL to um, <laughs> two LA teams playing in the Big Ten, congratulations, Will, mm-hmm. uh, two trips to Los Angeles every year. Um, but there are some really cool things going on with that college football that I know to be true that gives me hope. Uh, the first of the games. I love college football, guys. I am so excited about it coming back. I mean, we're going to watch the Thursday night games between two random teams. You know what? It's fun. It's fun to watch. The second, Georgia Bulldogs, your 2021 national champions, and they can never take that away, baby. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 309 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Tony Waller and Will Leach. It's been a minute, as the kids say these days. But uh, we're happy to bring you the 2022 National College Football Preview Show. That's what's today. You will then be able to look forward to our SEC Preview Show and our special Georgia Preview Show. And then that gets us into game week in just a few short weeks from now. So we are ready to get rolling on this show. And I hope you do enjoy episode 309 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. a terrible cold open no one saw the boom mic you know nobody's anything one, in the one of the things that people don't realize about that intro is we have to hire a different drummer each week <laughs> it makes it really difficult well, to, since, to cue since them up scott made a bet yeah. with chad about living in his basement of georgia one national it's championship really remarkable. um hey so this is the official start of the, we have a four or five official starts. Yeah, I feel like it's official now because Tony's here. Tony yeah, and, here and the football time. team's practicing. So. Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah. You can hear those driving around uh, uh, Smith Street. Uh, at, uh, they can hear Kirby screaming vulgarities uh, around uh, around all points. You know, you know, it's back. But yeah, I'm glad to be back. Is I mean, it's getting close. It's super now, close. Right? I mean, we're two weeks from week zero this coming Saturday. When a lot of y'all are listening to this. Because they'll they'll wait to listen to it over the weekend. You're two weeks away to be watching Illinois play some football, and uh, you'll be watching where I will will be be there. I will be watching them play Wyoming. I also the big game that day is in Ireland. Nebraska and Northwestern are playing in Ireland. I thought it was I thought it was was Northwestern and um, Notre Dame. No, it's Northwestern Nebraska. Northwestern Nebraska? A lot yeah. of Irish in Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. Lot, yeah. Maybe they're... <laughs> that was originally supposed to be Illinois in Nebraska, and then the pandemic canceled Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. And there that's actually the are Irish people in Illinois. There are not very many Irish people uh, in Nebraska. I will say during my trip to um, my trip to Ireland, I after I dropped the rental car off, I got a ride back into downtown Dublin. With, with a leprechaun. With a leprechaun. Oh, uh, funny story about that. Uh, with a, <laughs> I want to hear it. Um, I, I got a ride with a taxi cab driver, and... He saw my Georgia hat, and he's like, oh, congratulations on the national championship. I said, I appreciate it. You pay attention to American football. He said, I'm a huge American football fan. As a matter of fact, my son is a starting wide receiver for the Dublin fill-in-the-blanks, whatever they are, oh, wow. for like the semi-pro Irish American Football League. He's like like Jags fan because they apparently play in England they, all the they time. They play in London a lot. Um, and like he, like he and I had a college football oh, that's great. talk. Driving from the Dublin airport back into downtown, um, so people are paying attention. I, I guess I kind of missed not. We, we didn't really. I hadn't really talked about their trip to Ireland. I had so many people, including um, I don't know, so many people just approached me. Ran into a listener there. Um, I have to look up. I came. I have to look up his Twitter handle. He knows his uh, name. He knows his name. I can't, I'm <laughs> so you know upset, who you are. But I was like, I literally got a message from him, and uh, 
I, it was really uh, it was really awesome because he made he was like I love the podcast I love what y'all do my mother in law was listening she assumed I just went off on Tuesday nights and drank with y'all and didn't actually talk about college football it's hard it's hard to explain to mother in laws what podcasts are yeah, well yeah yeah <laughs> um, but no and also we were in Ireland we met a um, we were on a bus going out to Giants Causeway. We were on the way to Bushmills and rode, rode by Royal Port Rush, which is where the Open Championship was a couple of years ago. But I uh, got talking to this, these two young dudes, um, Notre Dame students, including mm-hmm. the first ever Irish-born leprechaun. That was actually the mascot for oh, wow. Notre Dame. Uh, he's story. from Derry. And, uh, oh, no, he's like the oh, first not really, ever really Not a Irish tiny person. Like, it's not there was, was a real leprechaun. Well, I mean, he wasn't tall. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's not a job requirement for the mascot. No, I don't think it is. Just be able to grow a reddish beard, <laughs> kind of. Um, but no, it was it was cool. So we had a, another good conversation with them. But um, guys, college football is almost here, and I'm so excited. Um, you know, we we talked a little bit about this. Just said my, my my soliloquy about how I woke up a couple of weeks ago. It was like, oh my god, I'm ready for college football. <laughs> it's like I can't believe this. Um, yeah. It's actually awesome because. It's supposed to be like in the lower 80s this weekend. Yeah. It's going to smell like football, as my daughter would say. <laughs> I wouldn't get used to that. No, 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 no. It's going to be 194 <laughs> degrees yeah, when uh, that, I'm, Charleston Southern kicks off. I'm preparing that Kent, that, that, that Kent State game. Obviously, we don't know what the weather. Kent State, yeah. Yeah, but the Kent State, boy, that it feels like it's going to be like that Austin P game from a few years ago where it's yeah, 150 degrees. Four o'clock degrees. kickoff. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, but it'll be fun. It'll be good. And you know, one of the things that we were discussing, um, I was just with a friend of mine the other day, was... Because I frankly bought I bought his tickets for the Georgia Oregon game because I'm going. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we were discussing this is how you know we're ready to move to the next season. When, if, and what they will do, or if they will do anything to celebrate the national championship. Like, well, like obviously they did. They had the, they had the thing in Judea, but they had, they had the thing at the stadium, uh, the parade and everything. But will there be a banner unveiling? Will there be an acknowledgement of it? I assume there probably won't be Georgia, Oregon, just because it's your no, but, like, uh, but for me, will there be a big? And it may just be as simple as here's the thing: we're unveiling the pennants or whatever the thing that's. Aren't up they going to paint wall. something special on the field? You would think. I don't know. It's funny. Um, I just remember the guy, the, the client, when he and I were talking. We were, we were talking about that very thing. Would they do something? I would be surprised if they do much more than. I mean, we had a whole hour long TV scripted special. I'd be surprised they put something on the field, but I yeah. can see them putting up putting up a like. I mean, they're listing their national championships are already all listed yeah. on Sanford. Yeah, Sanford, 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 and, and the and twenty one's up there now. It is up there. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, yeah I saw it recently. Okay. They, they did that in January. Yeah, yeah, did they do it in January? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. They did. They so it'd be nice there. to have a moment, though. It'd be nice to have just one. But listen, they didn't do that for the SEC championship. I kept waiting for them to do the SEC championship. Yeah, I know. I did. noticed that. Yeah, so they, maybe they won't do they anything. Just quietly raised a flag. I would be surprised. I wouldn't expect them to put anything on the field. That feels like that feels outside the personality, and certainly would fly in the face of the idea that we are the hunt. And we are trying. You know, we we are as eager to get one. And you know, we talked about Scott. You and I talked about this at the last show. To me, that's the fundamental question of this year. And you know, we will get into we will get into that when we do the Big Georgia preview. But the fundamental question of this year is: it's one thing to say, "Got to put you in that last year in the past." Time to win another championship. It doesn't matter. That doesn't win. Uh, Gives a single point this year, which is true. But human beings are human beings, and uh, you know, we've spent most of this offseason being like. Yeah, you know, I mean, at least I, yeah. that's an that's yeah. August problem. Yeah, we'll figure out that. And it is August. It's August. And I, <laughs> and I find myself more excited. Obviously, when we're getting close to the games, I'm more excited. However, I am not 
I don't find myself anxious. I don't find myself. No. I, I think that's the interesting no, thing. There's about no anxiety yeah. at all. I, I love that you said that because yeah. that's exactly in evaluating kind of my feelings about this. I'm not anxious, yeah. right? I, I mean, I kind of said that slowly. I'm not worried about recruiting. I'm not worried about, you know, are we ready? I'm not worried about the, you know, the five first rounders from the defense we lost. I'm not, it's not, it's not that I'm not like, okay, we need to replace those guys. But I really do think the pressure as a fan, the pressure of having the cathartic moment of Keely Ringo returning the touchdown and the final sack of Bryce Young and the 33 to 18 and the red and black confetti falling from the sky in Indianapolis and all the awesome reaction videos, all of that has culminated in me being like, I'm, I mean, I can't imagine that five years from now, if we don't win another one, I won't, that anxiety won't come yeah. back. But I don't have it right now. Well, how are you going to feel if it's 14-3 in the second quarter and we're down to Oregon? Oh, I ain't going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good. Like, uh, that's, that's when you know that that's when the new season will start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, the first time we get smacked in the mouth. Yeah. So that's probably right. And for what it's worth, that never happened last year until the SEC championship game. Right. So, and if Oh, they, I don't know. There are plenty of Florida fans that say that we, they were one fumble at the end of the second quarter mm-hmm. away from being in that game. Yeah, but well, they were. They were, that's, they were let's absolutely go with that. in the second let's quarter. Let's go with that. Still close. Uh, in the same way that Alabama would have won by 21 points if they hadn't had the wide receivers hurt. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Well, and then what, wasn't it, it was a rebuilding year for Saban. We it's forgot rebuilding. to mention that. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. But, uh, yeah, but the point is, is that like, but see, first off, A, look at us getting back in the game. Good to see, good mm-hmm. to see. Uh, but Just stretch all, <laughs> the things out a little bit. Don't want don't to pull our ankles later. But like one, I mean, it really has been a while. Uh, I mean, it's been the SC Championship game, and mm-hmm. that's been it for a really long period of time since we've sweated or we've gotten angry or there's been something to be upset about. The, I'm curious what happens. Maybe it's Oregon. I, there's a, a growing consensus that Mississippi State is the trap game uh, this year, whether it's Florida, whatever the game is, or maybe it's not until the SC Championship game again. But like, eventually, it's not going to be as awesome in the moment to be a Georgia fan as it has been in every moment since the national championship game. And that is when... That's when everyone will be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when everyone will be back. Uh, or everyone will be back when they're like, oh, for crying out, what is Bennett doing? Mm-hmm. We got to do something. That will also be the next moment when that happens. That may happen sooner than everything else happens. Yeah, I think there's, there's, that's a good point. And I, I hadn't really evaluated it that way. You know, what happens the first time we get punched in the face, yeah. right? Um, I think part of the... Because um, other teams are trying to win, too. No. <laughs> like, like, for all this talk about Oregon... I mean, you know, listen, I, I think I think George. I'm not is, sure Vanderbilt actually. Is. I think George is like a, <laughs> like a 17 point favorite. I think it's currently like 17. Yeah. I think in that game, yeah, that's a, a pretty big spread. Oregon's what a top 15 team, like ish, ish. Yeah, but the point is they're not nobody. Like this is not this is not them playing Duke. You know, oh no, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good point. And like this is this is an actual team that clearly. Is, I mean, they're a blue chip ratio team. Yeah. They, I, I mean, we. Assume Dan Lanning is a good head coach. Yeah, so at a certain level, I mean... I just want to know what uniform they're going to wear. I think they should go big. I feel like you should definitely. This is going to be the most anyone pays attention to Oregon, and maybe the Pac-12. Well, they're probably all year, they're so. probably going to be wearing all white with like a green, you know, the feather helmet, green helmet. I'd, I'd be fine with that. We'll get to the Pac-12 when we talk about uh, all the things going on at USC. Yeah. But so yeah. I, I might have an argument against that theory. Okay, uh, but I will say that. You you bring up a good point, and and we're gonna we're gonna preview the SEC season, and then we'll do a Georgia Next preview. Um, 
but I, I think you bring up a good point about at what point in the season does it get real for people. And, you know, nationally, I think if you're a Georgia fan, you're kind of rooting for everybody to lose. Uh, but that, I don't want to go too down the, too yeah. far down the road in what we're going to talk about next week. But um, there are – it feels like there's a lot more teams with question marks this year that ordinarily wouldn't have them. Um, you know, Clemson came off a, a fine year, 9-3, and three, but not, not – really great according to their standards. They have two new coordinators. I was just saying, there's a lot more questions about Clemson coming into this year than there were coming into last oh, year. So. Uh, Oklahoma has, speaking, uh, speaking oh, of Clemson, Oklahoma has a brand new, uh, Brent Venables came over from Clemson's coaching out there. They also lost, you know, some pretty significant talent off the team they had last year. Um, you just keep hearing Ohio State, Ohio State, and you, you kind of forget because they're just, they lost a lot, like Olave, uh, and I can't remember all their names because it's been a minute since yeah. I talked about college football. But they're they're sneaky, like kind of like Georgia, where they're just gonna plug and play because they've been doing it so long. They're kind of the gold standard, even though they haven't really won the big one recently. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Ohio State because one of the things I wanted to I wanted to start with the Big Ten because Ohio State seems like the most, as far as consensus yeah. around. Well, they're the team. in front of Georgia. You're, it's a consensus polls. around a team that's not Alabama. Yeah, and no one else is close to this. No. Right, right. No one else is close. And um, also Michigan's at Ohio State this year. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And I think part of it is – And Penn well, State doesn't look great. And Michigan State – yeah. people help on Michigan State, but still. Sure. Uh, Ohio State avoids Nebraska. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, wow, I really am back in mid-season four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling Achilles. Um, the – you know, I think a lot of it revolves around the fact that Stroud is back, that a lot of that offense is back. Um, and there's a whole lot of – well, the defense can't be worse than last year. It can be, but I think it's yeah. probably not. I mean, they got rid of his defensive coordinator. He hired a new person to come in and run the defense. Because defense was the side of the ball, especially when Michigan is running the ball up and down the field on you. Um, we saw that didn't work out for some teams. Um, yeah. But, you know, I I don't know that there's any conversation in the East other than Ohio State to have. If there is – it it might be more the only place where there would be more of an upset would be if I mean I can't even I can't think where it would be I mean because uh, not kind of the SEC well even in the SEC it's like if Texas A and M reached up and went eleven and one and Alabama lost to A and M and screwed up another game somewhere yeah. that would be people were like whoa what happened but no one would be shocked okay. but people would be shocked if a rebuilding Michigan went again or Penn State went yeah. again or if like a Wisconsin or Iowa makes a big step forward right right and yeah we'll get to the we'll get to the West in a second but yeah. you know that's what it would take even yeah. then Ohio State losing to a Wisconsin Iowa or whatever in the Big Ten championship game still would be like uh, okay yeah. Well, well yeah it's a Big Ten championship game what are you going to do um, but you know none of those teams for the East I, I just I'm starting to think more and more that James Franklin is He's going to be looking for the next lifeboat out of College Station or College Park <laughs> um, because it's not unless unless he makes that. I mean, they're a perfectly good nine and three team. They're going to win a lot of games. They should be in a good position this year because they don't have to play Illinois at home. They do not have to play Illinois at home, and they get Auburn on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so you know, there's going to be a lot of hype around that team early because uh, I don't think they're going to beat Auburn. I don't know. I'll change my mind next week, but. Um, if, if Penn State loses to Auburn, look. Ooh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> when they show up here, yeah, 5 The life, the life raft might be Nick Saban's school yeah, for oh, wayward yeah, coaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But you know, there's no one else in the East that even remotely makes me think that that Ohio. Michigan State's interesting. No, they're interesting, right? And but this is the big thing: is you know what's interesting about obviously with Tucker having been here. I mean, there are many people, many people who are questioning that extension. He hasn't done anything wrong yet. But there is a sense among a lot of people that he was given that extension, a massive extension that briefly made him better paid than Kirby Smart. A massive extension for a guy that has had had a really good year. Like, there's no question he had a really good year. But, like, he hit the portal really, really hard this year. Uh, There's reason... There's a lot of people that think that was an overly aggressive extension for a guy that got that big extension. He's under he's under some pressure this year. Yeah, and Tucker's definitely my proof of concept coach, yeah. at least in the East. Um, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Bert in a minute, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know how you know who's in the East and West in the Big Ten. Well, it's basically it's the Illinois border. It's yeah, it's Illinois Indiana yeah. border. If it's the way to think about it is, well, frankly, the way we really think about it is all the really good teams are in the right. East. And, and uh, like the East has Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State. And then Indiana and Rutgers and Maryland. Right. <laughs> and Basically. So, oh, so they actually do it correctly. So like yeah. the SEC yeah, it, doesn't. Purdue, yeah. Purdue is the only team this season in the Eastern time yeah. zone. That's essentially It has right. been wonderful for Illinois. They have not taken advantage of it. But theoretically. Well, wonderful. <laughs> theoretically, like this is the best possible thing for Illinois. Like this is why Illinois should have a better program than Indiana. Because Indiana, Illinois doesn't have to play Penn State, Michigan State. Uh, West, uh, Ohio State and Michigan every single right. year. Well, you know the good news. I just pulled up the Big Ten Conference standings, and because of alphabetical order, Illinois is in first place. In I know, the and they're going to be in, in first place for a while really, if they go two and zero before Georgia's deal. played a game. Super big deal. Um, I will be. I'm. I'm taking. If, by the way, if anybody is listening to this and knows if there's an Illinois alumni group in Atlanta. Because remember, they play Friday night. I will be there all weekend uh, for the Georgia-Oregon game now. Officially, we'll be there. I would love to find some Illini fans to watch that Friday I'm night. I'm sure Indiana that there is. Now, I've had trouble in the past really? finding Illinois alumni groups in the Atlanta area. So if anyone knows of one, please let me well, know. Well, I do have a teaser for you, Will. Illinois might not be the first team to either be 0-2 or 2-0 or 1-1 on the season. There's another team. Oh. I did some research. Okay, that's a good idea. There's I another the team. Time. There's another team out there. Interesting. Interesting. So, okay, that's but no, I bet I, I think this is a pretty good concept year for Tucker, right? Yeah. You, uh, I mean, they they made some noise last year. Were far better than people thought, and they if they're second or third in the conference. And in the in the division again, I think the Michigan State fans have to be pretty happy with that. Yeah. I feel like it's money well spent. Yeah. Um, on the West side, it's like what Wisconsin? When and who? Nebraska? Is it Nebraska? <laughs> I mean, Nebraska lost seven one. I mean, it, it's they lost seven one score games, right? Yeah. And at some point, is that coaching or luck? We'll I find mean, out this year. I, I mean, I watched the Illinois game, and Illinois won that game because Nebraska kept shooting itself in the foot. Repeatedly. Oh, we were there. So we were I know there. it was glorious. So, and so you know, I think that. I mean, listen, I think you could make an argument that Nebraska is one of the two most talented teams in the West. I just don't believe it. <laughs> like, I just don't believe them. And if you look at that, like, Connolly's talked about this a ton with Nebraska, about how they might have been the best, uh, you know, the, the best three and nine team in the history. Of, in, in the history. But what a, what a proud thing to, to put a banner for that. Uh, so I think. They make that, rings. So the point, and while we can mock that, we want, generally speaking, that means they should probably be. be Better luck says just the, the actual back and forth of things say that they should be better this year. 
I'm not putting it past Nebraska to win the West this year. Wow. I would not I, put it past. I'm glad you said that because that, I, that was where I was like, okay, it's a year where everybody's putting all the hope on Graham Mertz, yeah. who was the the best recruit in the history of Wisconsin, yeah. who still hasn't shown it. And then I think I think Iowa's been play, I think Kirk Ferentz, Ferentz has been playing on borrowed time. He's like the marker to the Big Ten. Um, been there forever is, and close and yeah, I guess, uh, but with more. Um, Lower high-end talent. Sure. Yeah, lower high-end talent and much lower moral compass. Yeah. Uh, and also his son is offensive coordinator. So uh, yeah. I would say also, the, like, here's the thing about Nebraska. Like, the thing about Nebraska is, I mean, could this be his hardest Harbaugh year, right? Yeah. Like, we yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Yeah. saw this. Harbaugh was toast heading mm-hmm. into last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the, the late lamented podcast I did with L.Z. Granderson, of course, from Detroit, diehard Michigan guy. And at the beginning of the year, it was fun to watch him throughout the year be like, I can't believe Harbaugh's still a coach. I can't believe this is still happening. I can't believe that, hey, I can't Harbaugh's our ball. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's a true Michigan man. And there's a, a book by my friend Ben Mathis Lilly, who writes for Slate, that's coming out in, uh, in a couple of weeks about the Michigan football season and about how what, what Michigan football and what college football says Wait, about last season? It's about, he was with them all last I year. I can't wait to read the one about the Orange Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have many they thoughts. They made the Orange Bowl. That's a big deal. They have many Actually, thoughts no, about they that. beat Ohio State and won the Big Ten. That was yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did. I mean, honestly, it is. Yeah. Like, that was – I mean, it's the best Michigan season in, since Desmond Howard. Yes, yeah, probably since they, since they played in the Rose Bowl. And so – yeah. but the point is that, like, the West – honestly, like – the, the one of the worst things about being an Illinois fan right now is I actually think Bert is doing a really good job yeah. and is setting up something that could be sustainable. Illinois fans have long argued there's no reason for Wisconsin. It should be Illinois. Like Wisconsin is like, but, but before 20 years ago, Wisconsin was last place in basketball and football and everything. And basically, Alvarez came in and whipped them into shape and turned basically while Illinois was farting around with with all sorts of messed up stuff. Ron Wisconsin Turner. Wisconsin did. The thing that Illinois should have done, which is get big, huge dudes on the line, win eight or nine games a year, and then every once in a while, everything will fall just your way, and you'll go eleven and one. That's what Bert's clearly trying to do in Illinois, and I think he's in the right division to do that. The problem is, by the time he gets his team ready to take that leap, I don't know if they're going to be in that division anymore, (laughs) and I don't know what the divisions are even going to be. Yeah, what divisions look like? Uh, And so, uh, I mean, when you add UCLA, they'll they'll be in the West. UCLA and USC. That's what I mean. You would think. You would would hope so. And so, because of that, all of a sudden, there's two teams that are closest to the East who maybe get pushed over there. Maybe Illinois is one of those, and then you're playing Penn State, Michigan. I have to think they do. Yeah, it's it's hard to imagine, but so that so that's the thing is that like the timing is just a little bit off. If they could stay in this division for the next five or six years, Mm -hmm. I think they could eventually get that. Wow, Northwestern's in the Big Ten championship game season. Like that's the goal is Mm -hmm. to be able to do that, and then maybe and then put up a brave showing in the against Ohio State and not embarrass yourself, and then you know beat Wake Forest in a bowl game or something. Awesome year, all that you possibly want. The problem is, and this is going to come up a lot, really. I think I, I'm actually kind of proud of us for not making this the centerpiece of our national uh, podcast, our national preview podcast, which is how it feels like we only have a couple years left where we're previewing it like this. Yeah. Where we're like, hey, so here's the story in the Big Ten. Look at the Big 12. And I know that I, I, I think it is too premature to say we're getting the NFC and the AFC. It's a little early to say that. However, it's on the table. Yeah, I feel better about it than I would have in late June. Yeah. Um, 
to me, UCLA and USC is what changed it. It changed it in a way that I don't think Oklahoma and Texas changed it. Hundred oh, percent. And and there's uh, like you know there's logic for Oklahoma and Texas to be in the SEC. There's no real logic for USC and UCLA to be in the Big Ten, oh, unless you're going in. A, I mean, uh, there's money logic, but like you can't justify it for anything other than money. Whereas you can justify Oklahoma and Texas being in the SEC. Yeah, those, they're those kids are going to. I mean, the the cross country team and you know the the women's soccer team, men's soccer team. I'm sure they play men's soccer there. They're going to have a lot of non-revenue sports traveling a whole heck of a lot. Or they're not going to have a lot of non-revenue sports, yeah. which is the bigger concern. Yeah, I, I don't say this lightly or without some trepidation, but right now Notre Dame's a hero in all this by not moving, yeah. right? Because Notre Dame moves to... The- That's the only thing holding this up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Notre Dame, uh, Big Ten's hoping Notre Dame jumps. Yeah. So, but if, if you like the way... If you're holding out hope that the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are going to hang on and be able to have some semblance of the way we've watched college football before and have it not be NFC versus AFC and there's 32 teams in one or 16 or however much there's going to be in each. If you want to stay that way, you need Notre Dame to remain independent. Oh, that yeah. is the pivot point. Because there, there's a whole world where the Big 10 picks up Notre Dame, what they want from the Pac-12, what they want from the remaining Big 12. Yeah. And then Oklahoma, Texas comes over, and ACC and SEC join forces, and basically you have that's the two divisions, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I mean like, that's, that's the AFC idea, East and South and Midwest. And and I, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I just, I don't want that. No, <laughs> I, I don't, don't, I don't either. I really don't. And, want and that. I, and I also think that I wrote about this for New York Magazine, like they're like, I'm so, look at like Kansas State, for example. Like Kansas State, the favored football team, season ticket holder of the BTK Killer, one of my favorite college football factoids, that the BTK Killer was a Kansas State football. I feel like if I, if Kansas State played in the SEC, that would come up constantly. <laughs> I mean, Bill Snyder had an alibi. Yes. Uh, but anyway, the point is, is that like Kansas State is a football program with a proud history. They've been good. They've they've ranked. They've been ranked number one. They've had moments. They've been in top tier bowls. But they don't scale on national television. Right. And so they don't matter. And that you get enough of those where, sorry, Washington State, sorry, Kansas State, maybe sorry, Stanford, maybe sorry, Wake Forest. Like we can mock that all I want because you know, we're Georgia fans and those schools don't matter anyway. But you get enough of this country that grew up having their teams matter and then you tell them, sorry, your teams don't matter anymore. College football is going to take a hit. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. It won't, it won't become less popular in Athens, but it will become less popular nationally. And I like college football and I want it to remain popular. And uh, I think you're asking for trouble. I think it is a general issue. I would argue with a lot of, uh, of uh, the way things are valued right now. Uh, there's a lot of in-stage capitalism uh, vibe with the idea. We got to get as much money as we can right now and we'll figure out the future later. That is asking for trouble in this situation. But there, there. I was, I, said I was proud of myself for not getting into it and then we got into it. Yeah, so sorry. that's perfectly understandable. Now we can move on. So, But do we get to – So we're going to say – We're done on, with the Big Hold ten. on. So Please. We said Ohio State wins the Big Ten. Okay. Yeah, and who, and wins it, who wins the West? Illinois, I think Nebraska wins the West. I am I mean, also, I, look at us I think, picking Nebraska. I think, look, I think there's going to be a lot of 8-4 and four teams in the West, oh, yeah. and I think it's Nebraska. Well, Illinois can come uh, by Illinois, somebody. by the way, Illinois, I'm going to say it here, they're playing the quick lane bowl. 
I'll take it, man. Let's, we'll go to Detroit on December 7th. My off-season pain, my off-season pain has been Athlon. I think is the best other than – Phil still has probably the end-up uh, stuff. Yeah. But Athlon's, Athlon's better than like Lindy's, for example. Yes, yes. And um, Athlon is generally pretty good. They have Illinois with six wins, but do not list them as a bowl team. Really? Because Chattanooga. And I was like, "You okay? Is that why?" Yeah. Well, FCS. Uh, well, um, Clay Hilton pays a visit. No, to Nebraska, not yeah, Illinois. Not okay. Is that why? Why? Yeah. I didn't know there was, was, was a thing, thing anymore. Point. I don't know. I, don't I didn't know there was a thing. I'm anymore. so out of practice. But I'm just like for crying. If Illinois gets six wins and doesn't go to a bowl game, <laughs> right. I'm, burn, I'm, yeah. burn, I'm burning. I'm burning down. I'm burning down. So you'll you'll see this on the uh, on the bonus DVD version. But <laughs> but Will and I both have our uh, our athletes, and I have my Phil still out. So yeah. and some other notes. But, um, so, I so you know I'm not freelancing this. Yeah. I'm proud of us. So I, I am picking. I was proud of so myself. You pick, picking pick the East and West, and then the yeah. champion. I'm picking yeah. Ohio State over Nebraska. Same. Look at us. Okay, I'll pick. I'll be different. I'm going to pick Wisconsin beating Michigan State. Does Wisconsin get there with one or fewer losses? More than one. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So okay. a, the, the Big Ten might it's, not it's have a, a, it's a Yeah, okay. okay. I'm, I'm hoping for a total mess. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, well, I think Speaking we all of total mess, let's go to the ACC. I love it. Love it. <laughs> um, let's go to the ACC. Uh, okay, it, before you look, yes. I want you all to name the Atlanta. I knew you were going to do this. Okay, I can do this. 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 Okay. Um, Clemson's in the Atlantic. Clemson is indeed in the Atlantic. Are we doing uh, this? And this is the one that Atlantic does not have... North Carolina, North Carolina State, and Duke. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, that's Wait, it. What? Oh, no. It, North, NC State. It, very good, Tony. Okay, sorry. Duke and North Carolina. Duke and North Carolina and Coastal, so one. Clemson right. and NC State are in the I take NC State. Okay, um, I will take Wake Forest. And the Atlantic? Yes. That's correct. I will take Maryland. No, Maryland's the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Rutgers. Um, all right, let's see. I got to Let's see. Atlantic one, two, three, team. Four. Oh, George Tech. No, they're, they're in the coastal. In the coastal. Dun. What? I was going to say Boston College. Boston College is in the Atlantic. Correct, and yeah. that would make sense because yeah. they're right there on the Atlantic. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's finish it off then. So we'll go. Through. Oh, you got it. Okay, I got it now. So since, since you missed it, the Atlantic is FSU. Okay, Clemson, North Carolina State, Wake Forest, Florida State, Boston College, Louisville, and Syracuse. They're actually you would want to say there's some sort of logic to it, except, except. Pittsburgh is in the coastal, and Miami is in, so it's not actually like an and east. Tallahassee's right on the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So let's start with the coastal. The coastal, right. the one that doesn't have Clemson, uh, but does have Georgia Tech. Let's talk about Georgia Tech. I'd first love that for a moment. So. You, you already win, I hope they win six games so he'll stay. That's the question, right? So but th- listen, here's the thing: if they bring somebody else in, they're not going to be good with them either. This is the fundamental thing. Like this is what we said about the last guy, right? Yeah. Was the idea like I hope he wins six just so they don't get rid of him? Is it possible this is a doom job? Like, do you think Geoff is an idiot, or do you think this is just an impossible I, job? I think you're 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 closer to being correct on your second point. Well, I think two things can be true at the same time. Um, <laughs> so. My concern about Georgia Tech is that all the things that make that an attractive program still make an attractive program, but the institutional commitment, right? The reason the reason Geoff is struggling is institutional commitment, right? He doesn't have the fan support. He has some support, but Georgia Tech is 70 miles from the program 
that is doing it nearly better than all other programs. And it also happens to be their biggest traditional rival. Um, It doesn't help that more and more their biggest traditional rivals like, eh, we'll play them. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, like, and frankly, that's the vibe when we go to the games. It's like Vanderbilt. Yeah. Like, it's like, I I love it. I I mean, I've said this every year, but like, that same is just the most wonderful place to go watch your team. It is. It is. It's absolutely. Well, and the other part for Georgia Tech, and this is not, I don't say this lightly, if the Sun Belt gets to be a thing, they have to watch out for Georgia Southern or Georgia State. Right? Because Georgia State, there's a world where Georgia State becomes Cincinnati. There's a world where Georgia State becomes Cincinnati and Houston, and suddenly they're the hip in-town program, and Georgia Tech is like literally Duke or Northwestern or Vanderbilt, but with just Vanderbilt's academics. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right. um, and I, look, Georgia Tech's a good school, and do not take that to me. And I think, but they think they are Stanford in their – or Vanderbilt, and they're really they're they're not. Yeah, I have to say this has been. I've made this. I mentioned this before, but I remember when I moved here, and, and I remember before I moved here, uh, I would talk to to my wife, of course, went to Georgia, and I'd be like, "So, what is the deal with Georgia?" She's like, "Nerds," because they always say there's nerds. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Guys, you know, Georgia is like a really good school." Yeah, but 25 too. years ago, it, it was it was 25 <laughs> years ago it was yeah. fine. Yeah. it's a very good academic. School it's now. very weird to like. I'm sorry, but like, you're not at like. Auburn, right? <laughs> like Georgia's a really good school. You know, ESPN uh, wrote an article on the uh, schedule superlatives, and they gave Georgia Tech the toughest Power Five non-conference schedule. That's well, dude. They have, they have, they have a home. They go on the road to BYU or something dumb. They okay, go, to, they go to UCF the week after hosting Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. what are you doing? And it's of like course, you want to fire the guy. I'm, um, I'm actually looking for the record. If anybody knows, I'm uh, my my dad. My dad and I are trying to make a tradition of going to the Monday night game over Labor Day. Okay, oh, okay. We'd like because we had a really good time last year going to Louisville. It was Louisville, Mississippi last year, right? And they did not sell very many tickets to that game, which is I think. But why. they had about four targeting calls in the first half. Yeah, that, that both was teams. A, that was which a really fun is game. Not great for the players, but yeah. fun for us. We had a, it's a, it's a very fond memory that my father and I have of like going. It was like our first like normal. Sports thing in the pandemic. Was that when you bought like cheap seats and then just moved? And just walked you around because I only they only think they they had the upper deck open. Like it was not <laughs> a good scene. They, I'm assuming uh, I'm telling you for the ticket prices, Georgia Tech Clemson is obviously more expensive than that. But, but it's going to be what seventy thirty. I mean, Clemson. Get, oh, 80, 80, 20. 20. <laughs> I mean, they get they get two gimme games. Yeah, they have Western Carolina at home and then they have Duke at home. How right? many games does he have to win to keep his job? Five. I think he's going to win more than that. Really? Ooh, Where think, are they? Let, hey, since it's Georgia Tech, let's let's go through this. I Get think quickly. five gets him. All right, so they start, have Clemson nope. at MBS. That's a that's loss. a loss. Western one. That's one and one. Ole Miss. I don't see it. No, they're one and two. Yeah. At UCF, no. One and three. At Pitt, no. One and four. Duke, yes. Two and four. Virginia, yes. Let's call it yes. They they usually win yeah. at home versus Virginia. If it were on the road, I'd say no. So let's say Virginia three is down this year. They got a new coach, which is why of, I said yes. Illinois Illinois hosts Virginia this year. We're counting that, that as a possible. That's, that's coming. Yeah. One so seven. they're three and four going to FSU. No, FSU is going to be better. They're, but it's He's still, thinking, I I think they could sneak up and win that because FSU and Norvell. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt okay. and say they right, could, let's four, say they upset them four okay. and four. At Virginia Tech. Loss. You're not winning at Lane Stadium. No. Even with Virginia Tech and Disarray. Not beating Miami, who I think is probably going to win their division. Four and six. 
So at North Carolina is what you're hoping for? Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think five keeps his job. I just don't see how they get to five. Look, five keeps his job and makes Georgia sweat in the fourth quarter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but that's but that that's part of the problem, right? Maybe that's the, the third quarter. That's the thing. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Look, that's the reason Andy Landers is judged yeah, on a different yeah. curve. That's the reason Mark Rick's judged on a different curve. Yeah. Is that the 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 teams, the organizations, what happened around them? The fact that Georgia's doing what Georgia's doing also makes what's happened at Georgia Tech. Yeah. Like, I mean, Georgia Tech until last year was the program in the state that won a national championship most yeah. recently. Yeah. Not anymore. Georgia, Georgia Southern Bros. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm only on division. national championship. Right. And, you know, God, I can't even, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but you, you also, when the team that your cheer is about, hello, Oklahoma mm-hmm. Bros. Uh, when the team your cheer is about to win national championships and go in the national championship game and beating you now five years in a row, right? And beating you like 55 to 10. Right, right. I mean, in legit should be 12 in a row. I can't even with the 2016 game. <laughs> so we did have a nice party afterward, though. It was fine. We had a good time. You're right. We did. We had no, a good are we going to do that again this year? Well, I we, we, need to, we need to talk about that. I would like to discuss. I would like that to be a part of the discussion. I just don't see them surviving. I really don't. I, I mean, unless something weird happens where they sneak into five or six and they're like, well, we saved seven more million dollars or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't even seen his contract. To me, five five keeps his job. I think five keeps his job. I, I mean, that's a, that's a 66% improvement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Five gets his, his job. So Georgia Tech has uh, a, unveiled a second generation of their Adidas uniform this year. I don't even They're know going to have white, tech gold, and navy with pants the same color to go along with their traditional gold and white helmets. And they're going to mix and match them for all the games. They uh, have the traditional look, uh, two stripes on the arm sleeves, and some tricolored piping on the side of the pants. It looks good. I mean, I can I can be unbiased and say they're. I think their uniforms look good. I I wish for Georgia Tech's sake they did it a year ago or a couple years ago. They they brought out the black watch uh, uniforms, which back in the '90s when uh, Ted Roof was playing linebacker for them. They would certain guys Wait, on the defense. Ted Roof played there in the nineties or eighties, eighteen nineties, maybe it's the eighties. Um, but not everybody got the black GT on their helmet. Only the black watch defense did. I thought that was pretty cool, even as probably like a ten year old, eleven year old. So um, yeah, kudos to them for changing up the look. Hopefully, they won't bring out that honeycomb helmet <laughs> that they had. That was embarrassing. Um, but yeah, maybe they'll throw in the black watch, uh, sneak that in there and, uh, get those, uh, techies all excited on like a Thursday night game versus Virginia tech. I do like the little car. They do play Virginia on Thursday night. You should have made it fun of the dog. Maybe that's Sorry. the time they'll pull. They, 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 they write the car. I, I'm a, I may make that a long weekend and go to that game. Cause the next night I am seeing weird owl with my kids. So I'm very excited. You were better at parenting than I am, oh, man. man. Seeing where I can't wait. All right, so we think Clemson and that side, right? Yeah, it, well, to be the coastal, uh, I actually kind of like Pittsburgh. I think I think I, I think Pittsburgh makes a certain amount of sense out of there. I know that people. I gotta are, look to see if which division. I feel like is. Miami <laughs> could eventually. Yeah, Miami Mario Cristobal, Mario Cristobal's first year. I'll put it this way. Oh yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. Mario Cristobal wins the coastal his first year. Look out! Yo, that's a, that's a great hire. Yeah, I think I think yeah. in three years they're there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just don't think they're there yet. I pick Miami just because. Um, I just it's Narduzzi, man. He's going to do something dumb. Although Pittsburgh, I can see. Yeah. Um, in this conference, by the way, the 
the two internal hires for coordinators and the DJ Uangalele and uh, Cade Kublik quarterback battle. I think this is the test of Dabo's. Uh, I mean, the like the 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 test of his coaching, right? The proof have, of concept. To me, the, the the ACC story is really is is, is Clemson. Is Clemson still really Clemson, Clemson? Or are they still not Clemson anymore? If they're, they're not Clemson anymore. If they're look, if they're losing to West Virginia seventy three Clemson, that's not great for this division. That's what I'm Unless saying. Miami rises, it's not great for the conference. I mean, that's the thing is that like Miami's in the other division. Yeah. No, but I mean for yeah. the okay. conference. Yeah. If unless Miami rises, Weren't, wasn't it Florida State and Miami that years ago were brought in? Well, to, Florida State won the first nineteen years or whatever they were in the conference. So. Uh, to me, this is the thing with Clemson. It was 12, I know. But. The real question, and I think this is a great question for the long term of college football. I mean, it's a historical aberration for Clemson to be a top five program. Correct. Like, this is a very new thing. Well, except for the 80s. They well, the really 80s, yeah, okay, so but 30 years, 40 years ago. Like, the well, fact. It's a, like they started the Georgia trend before Georgia started the Georgia trend. Okay. I can live that. You know, yeah. coming back from a dormant 1980s powerhouse. Yeah. Except for they didn't have the 40s and 60s and 70s. And right. the fundamental question, too, is is Dabo going to get with the way that college football is played now, or is he not going to get with the way that college football is played but, now? But that's why I think it's proof of concept, right? Yeah. Because if he is, um, if these two coordinators, they change up their offense a little bit to adapt to what. Look, I don't think DJ Ongalele is a bad quarterback. It's just. What they want to run offensively, he's not great at. Not right? They're they're trying to shoehorn Watson and Lawrence or Ungalele into what Watson and Lawrence did, and that just doesn't work. Did you did you look at Twitter this week? Somebody reposted it, it was the the mashup that someone did where it showed Dabo in the plane flying over with DJ and pointing down into Charlotte Stadium saying, look at that. That's where you're going to throw touchdowns. And then they cut to Chris Smith picking it off. And no that lies. Was the only no lies. No, no. no lies. That's great. Um, so, you think, so you think it's Pittsburgh. I think it's Clemson and Pittsburgh, but it's like a two-loss Clemson. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's Clemson. I think it's Clemson. I don't think there's a playoff team coming out of the ACC. I think it's Clemson and Miami. Is Matt Brown still coaching UNC? Or did he catch yes, a plane? Yes, yes. he is. Yeah, he's a, no, he's he also still, caught a plane. Okay, so I think it's going to be Clemson beating Virginia Tech. I didn't want to pick UNC Ooh. if Mac, Mac Brown's there. Boy, I think Brent Pry goes in there and goes in that first year. I think. I mean, because look at that. I mean, I'm I'm not as I'm not as high on Miami. I mean, they have they haven't shown anything recently. They they get off to an early you know fast start and then they they wilt. In fact, I did hear they they got rid of the turnover chain. Crystal ball nicks. You will not see the turnover chain anymore. It was cute. Yeah. You have the turnover chainsaw. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, I think uh, you know with Virginia having a new coach and Kenny Pickett leaving Pittsburgh and Mac Brown still coaching North Carolina and new coach at Miami and Georgia Tech being Tech and Duke Duke, it, there's really no other option for me than Virginia Tech losing to Clemson. And I will take Clemson over my uh, so Clemson over Pittsburgh, but no one making it out. Uh, no one making the playoff. Cannot cannot argue with that. So right now I have one playoff team. Yeah. Ohio State. Ohio State. Let's okay. go to the Big 12. Well, and before we do that, um, recently at SEC Media Days, uh, Kirby's – he gave a lot of quotes, obviously, when he was He's up there at the podium. Him. Exactly. And got to say words. One of the write ones, them down. One of the ones that got a whole lot of love on Twitter was the quote where he said, we will not be hunted at the University of Georgia. We will be the one doing the hunting. And, you know – I know that y'all are familiar with that, and there's some really smart people up in Nashville 
I mean, both. Is it, is it Michigan and, State quarterback Chad Kelly? It, it Chase Kelly. Chase yeah. Kelly. Chase Kelly. Yeah, Chad Kelly. Some... Oh, that's Chad Machine Gun Kelly. Is Chase AK forty seven Kelly? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, he's he's based in Nashville, the Seven Six Apparel Company, and they got on it super quick. They've got T-shirts ready to order right now. Uh, the Heather Gray T-shirt with a great looking Athens Hunt Club established 2022 and they've got hats to match with the patch on it. I mean, I've got plenty of Georgia hats, but I think the Athens Hunt Club hat You're in wearing the camo, one backwards right now. The, it's not a Georgia hat. Oh, That's why sorry. it's backwards. It's backwards. Um, but yeah, I think that might be top of mind, top of bill for what I plan on ordering to wear to games this year. And before you mentioned anything, Tony, uh, Chase sent me their new belts. They've got the the Georgia um, that they're kind of standard where it's a silver outline of the state of Georgia and then a, a red, silver, and black stripe down the middle. It's a really good looking belt, um, and then they have a, a Braves belt as well. Yeah, so that's the one thing I've always liked about Seven Six Apparel is their ability to be nimble when something Super happens. Fast. Uh, and. That to jump on like current trends has just been really amazing, and to watch them do that. I mean, frankly, that's why I have a you can't spell consortium without UT. Uh, is they they jumped all over that, and they are really really good at doing that. Um, also, feels like Seven uh, Six Apparel is going to do something for us for our pick'em this year, which I'll get set up here pretty quickly as a reward. As for the a winner. reward, if you are actually if you if you win it, we'll send you something. You might get a waiting since last Saturday branded seven six apparel shirt those are going to be very rare almost like an nft well maybe that's not a good uh, they will they will will only appreciate but they will will maintain their value yeah they they, they might just and we probably we probably won't have matt damon advertising uh it's funny when you saw the people that were behind bitcoin it was hard to imagine you would think that those were the most (laughs) upstanding um, very fiscally stable. I mean, people that call each other bro all the time, it's got to be real. Oh my gosh. I think they really did like each other. So also you still have time to order the other shirt that is, that is just hot off the presses. I saw it today on Twitter. I liked the tweet because it's, you, you know, people of our certain age, Will and Tony and me, remember the old original Nintendo with the gun and the dog, and it was Duck Hunt, and one of the most fun games back when you were, what, eight, nine, ten years old. They have the duck from Duck Hunt with an OU on it, and uh, it's got a, it's like it's target practice. It's, it's, it's excellent. And remember it's, that freaking dog? <laughs> yeah. It, I wish, hated that freaking I dog. I wish there was a dog I version as well. Hated that but, uh, dog. you know, it has the date. It has... Um, yeah, the duck, and it's it's just fantastic looking. It says the I didn't see the dog right shooting anybody, but he's laughing at me for missing. I know, I know. Yeah. So I I, ste- I stepped on the uh, I stepped on the, uh, the the sale line. Oh, it's perfectly it fine. I think it's fine. They have, by the way, uh, if you're a Braves fan, they have some spectacular Georgia with like the Chevron. They really really good yeah. looking stuff. So yeah, go and uh, when you do order. After, after you just hit pause on this uh, podcast episode to order some 7-6 apparel stuff, type in the code, and don't tell anybody, type in the code WSLS, and you get free shipping. Tell everyone. W-S-S-S. That means we are very good podcast partners. Yeah. I'm not going to edit that out, Chase, but yeah, tell everyone. I was trying to make it sound like it's a special code just for the listener, but yeah, I mean, t- tell your friends, your mom, your dad. Go on the message board and capitalize. On serves. No, no, only, but just let, if you use it, and if you tell people to use it, 
know that if asked, they have to be able to name the three podcast hosts. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, thanks, Scott Chase. Will and the fat dude. Scott, <laughs> Scott, Tony, and the Yankee. Oh, boy. All right. So, Big 12. Let's Big talk 12. about the Big 12. Um, guys, the Big 12 is the most up in the air this year. Yeah. No right? I know, do you agree with that? Oh, there's no question. Um, there's no question. I mean, is it Oklahoma with a new quarterback, yeah. a new head coach? Is it Texas? Are they back? Is it Baylor who won last year? Is it... Oklahoma State. Was anyone else surprised? Uh, I think one of the key things for Georgia fans this in this conference is JT Daniels. I actually thought that's Virginia quarterback JT. Everybody's like, eh, they're going to be like seven to six. I was kind of surprised that there were not any higher suitors for JT Daniels. I have to tell you, I was a little so nothing against West Virginia, which is a which is a fun like they're big in the nineties. Major but Harris, like, but there's a coach that's on kind of on his last legs and is great hairline though. Yeah. No, no, that's Helgerson. Helgerson. Yeah. He's in Houston. <laughs> yeah. who, who is the coach? Neil Brown. Yeah. Never heard of him. And he was at UAB. Still. And it was just surprising to me. Like, J.T. Daniels, I mean, remember, the, I feel obliged to remind everybody that the reason that Georgia, a lot of people were being like, hey, could Georgia win the national championship uh-huh. was they finally got a quarterback right. and they were referring to J.T. Daniels. Uh-huh. So I, I have to say, uh, in the same way as a Cardinals fan, when Matt Carpenter was being awesome for the Yankees, I was nothing but happy for him. I am a closet West Virginia fan this year. I would I think love a lot of Georgia fans would to be. see J.T. Yeah, Daniels. There's no animosity. Awesome. To yeah. about no, no question. not at all. The way he handled himself is amazing. Excellent. Also, you... If you think it's a culture shock between L.A. and Athens, <laughs> boys, let me tell you what's going on. Because I haven't seen any burning couches in, uh, in, in Athens. That is, the, that is the like baseline for them in West Virginia, right? Um, but, you know, I, oh, schedule's Oklahoma's friend this year. They, um, their toughest road game is probably like Iowa State on a Thursday night. Which is you know don't you know, don't go into Ames in November because it's going to be snow and ice and also hot um, somehow, but um, I don't I don't know how you pick anybody in Oklahoma. They got more talent than everybody else. Brent Venables just has to be an abject failure as a as a coach to not. I mean, so the the, the way the Big Twelve works is the top two teams go right, into right. into the championship because there's ten teams even right in the right. Big 12. So you. I'll go ahead and throw my prediction out there. I think it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State playing in the conference championship again. Well, if you're asking me if Oklahoma with their talent can figure something out by the last game of the season, yeah, they can. Because they have more talent than everybody else by a fair amount. Um, so if you wanted to argue that Texas is going to play Oklahoma, sure, I'll, I'll take that as a legitimate argument. But I don't know who else is going to because everybody else is projected out at like seven and eight wins except for, I mean, Kansas State. Kansas State's projected out six wins. Yeah. But, you know, everybody but, you know, Kansas is projecting out, you know, between five and a half and seven and a half wins. It's just hard to get your head around anybody getting there besides Oklahoma. I mean, even Baylor's projecting out like eight wins. So I feel like somebody steps up. I do. I do feel like somebody's because there's enough, and, and I think that's Oklahoma State, right? That's who I think. And, I, and I'm like, to me, it's Texas or West Virginia. Like, I like the idea. I, I like that idea of look. There's still a ton of talent there. There's are smart guys in charge. I, I to me, Oklahoma. Stu Mandel wrote this week about he actually does not have Oklahoma in his top twenty-five. 
Really? He is very skeptical, and I, and I see it. I see it. I see it. Like, well, they, they don't have Caleb Braver. Williams. They don't yeah. have uh, Spencer. Like, the whole culture of that program was yeah. Lincoln Riley. And not that Venable's not a smart guy, and not, he's not going to be able to do something good. And he's, but he coached there previously, right? Are he's there from students? there, and okay. he was at Clemson, and he was waiting for the perfect job. Right. And, but, like, Riley was – like, the whole thing was built around – what he was doing, I think the the idea that he was so young was with the idea that like he's gonna he's our guy, like we because they had Soups right, and Soups was the was the loyal guy that was there forever, oh, yeah. and the and I think that it's a program that it's Oklahoma, they're gonna get it figured out, but at a certain level, the notion that this is the Oklahoma of I'd be real wary of Oklahoma this year. I'd be very, very careful about Oklahoma this year. I'm not sure. I actually don't have them in the Big 12 championship game. Wow. I think Oklahoma has problems. So you got Texas, Oklahoma State? I have, I, have, I have Texas and West Virginia. Wow. I have Texas and West Virginia. So there's four Big 12 teams ranked. I'm probably underwriting Baylor. Baylor's probably, I'm, I'm probably, Baylor is always good. They were right. so much better last year than we thought they were going to be. Look, I think Dave Aranda has got yeah. something working yeah. there. I just don't think this is I the probably should have Baylor somewhere there's in there, but I, I think West Virginia is underrated, and I think Oklahoma is overrated. Wow. The, there's four Big 12 teams ranked in the preseason top 25 that came out yesterday. It's Oklahoma, Baylor, Oklahoma State, like 8, 9, and 10. And then at 18, there's Texas, but they got a first place vote. Go figure. I think it's going to be Baylor, Versus Texas, and I think Texas figures something out by the end of the year and usurps Baylor and somehow like back ends to a Big Twelve championship. It's also like like this is because there's such chaos kind of in the Big Twelve right now. Kansas State is someone also to watch out for here hmm. because I think that that's a dude that like won championships lower level. Oh, yeah. He's got like a clear system kind of set up. There's a lot of flux around a lot of teams in the Big Twelve. Kansas State does not have flux. And I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, and there's also – it can be a very interesting year for this conference because of the turmoil around the conference proper yeah. with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, the possible – like, oh, we're poaching you. No, you're poaching uh, – oh, we're poaching yeah. you. Right. Not the back and forth there that even – Kansas could sneak. I mean, look, Kansas beat Texas last year. That's a team that's one of the most entertaining games of the season. I think there's value in teams that got their act together right now in the Big Twelve, and there's a lot of teams that don't. And I, so I'm not ready. I'm I'm not in fact putting Kansas in the Big Twelve. I think you're crazy, but but I but could they get to five wins? I think I can see. I would. You know, I think most people that just passively watch the Big Twelve when it comes to football, you're always rooting for Kansas to do something crazy. This is why you're rooting for Illinois in the Big Ten. You want someone yeah, uh, you want, a long time. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I do either say Illinois is not. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, you want you want not chalk. Yes. Yeah. Not so, I, 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 but you want rock chalk. Yeah. Sorry. Nice. Sorry. So does do either of your champions make the playoffs? No. Okay. No. So we have one Lots of playoff. Spots open. I have to say, I'm feeling kind of bad about my Pac-12 joke earlier because I'm kind of with you on this. <laughs> so we should so do let's the go to the Pac-12. We should do the Pac-12. Is that the last one? So uh, uh, there's no Until we talk about Notre Dame. I don't think there's any conversation. We should talk about BYU too. Yes. I don't think there's any conversation. And maybe Cincinnati. And them. maybe Cincinnati. I don't think there's any conversation um, where you start with the Pac-12, at least today, where you don't talk about your Southern Cal. Um I think that Southern Cal has made a very, very good hire. 
I think there are a lot of Southern Cal people who think they've made the hire that gets them to the promised land this year. Don't agree with that. Right. Um, the structural problems at Heritage Hall are they remain in having Jordan Addison and Caleb Williams there and Lincoln Riley there don't fix that today because there's a better team in their division, a more talented team in their division, frankly, a better coach today team in their division in Utah. Correct. Utah better get them now, though. Go get them now. Yeah. But I think they do. Yeah. yeah. And you know who Utah opens their season with? There. The mighty Florida Gators in, in Gaines, Vegas. You imagine those guys, you know, with the dry, yeah. mild summers, you know, up in the mountains of Utah. I guess it's in the mountains. I mean, Salt Lake City's pretty high. Yeah, it's definitely And it's definitely got probably no higher than 40% humidity. And then they get to go down to Gainesville at about a 7 o'clock kickoff when the day, the heat of the day is Is that been Saturday? Is that Saturday yeah. of Liberty yeah, weekend? Yeah, the, oh, the wow. third, yeah. And we'll be able to see it because Georgia-Oregon will yeah. be finishing right up after a big I just, I, well, you, want me, you want to get me excited for college football? Utah at Florida on a Saturday night after 100%. we've been in Georgia again. This is what I was talking about in the open, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's college football. Yeah. But also, do you know who the, quarter, the, the quarterback, the coach at Utah is? Kyle it's Whittingham. Whittingham yeah. Kyle Whittingham. You know who he replaced? Urban Meyer. He replaced oh, this Urban is Meyer, the Meyer Bowl. 400 years ago. <laughs> I know. This is the Meyer Bowl. Like, Stetson Bennett was in high school yeah. when he started coaching. I am sitting down and enjoying the company of someone close to me uh, in the <laughs> Urban Meyer Bowl. That is how I'm enjoying the Urban Meyer Bowl. I'm sitting down. I'm I standing just, up. And if someone's I, I near mean, me. I'm leaning against yeah, me. Yeah. If someone's near me. It feels like they would like to be close to me in that moment. Who am I to stand in their way? It's the Urban Meyer. Bowl. I hope somebody runs the ball up the middle. Yeah. Also, I, where I am is a place that's literally called Leeches. Right? <laughs> it's called <Yeah>. my place. <laughs> right up the middle. Run it all up in the middle. Is, is that so all we're going to do? Yeah, I, don't know, what I, mean, I don't know much look, about Oregon, the Look, I think, I mean, look, <gasps> Oregon comes out against Georgia and has a good game, it's a competitive game. Um, I am more willing than not to think Oregon has a shot. I think they win the, the North, but I think they're more willing not to think that they have a shot of beating Utah. I just don't think they do. Um, by the way, in that 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 conference, uh, Washington is my dark horse. Uh, they were man. There were some weird coaching things going on there last year until right. they fired Jimmy Lake. Um, I I think they. I don't think they're back, but they have the potential to be back. If you've ever been out to Seattle, that's a, a gorgeous place. Oh, my gosh. I've been in it's Seattle. such so an awesome. incredible scene. Uh, there's a decent football culture in that yeah. part of Washington, um, and they can recruit up and down the West Coast. I, I think they have a little more to go uh, with, with DeBoer. But, uh, no, DeBoer's the quarterback, right? Yeah, right. Um, who's the coach there? I can't remember his name now. For Washington? Yeah. Hold on. i got to look it up. Chris now. Peterson? Yes. No, 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 no. He's, he's gone. gone. He's going to go. Um, who is Washington? I give me a second. This is listen. Yeah, I am Don James. This was great. I have long. <laughs> I've long James. been a proponent. Steve Entman's the nose guard. I'm a long been a proponent of giving people listening to the podcast an opportunity to scream at the podcast. So uh, you're, you're, do you do you want to do you want to? I it, it it's Kalen DeBoer. It's the guy that likes it. DeBoer, yeah, it's right? DeBoer. Yeah. I thought it was DeBoer, but I, then in my head I was like, I, I thought he was DeBoer. the Atlanta United coach. Yeah. No, he got fired. No, I couldn't that's remember. Freddie. That's Freddie. Is it DeBoer? Yeah, yeah. I didn't couldn't remember DeBoer's the quarterback from Fresno. No, State. it's his first year. 
Okay, no, but De- so DeBoer was at Fresno State, yes. and he almost taught the quarterback from Fresno State going because I couldn't remember if the quarterback was. Yeah, so Chris uh, Peterson, man, I thought that was going to work, and it totally did not well, work. He quit. I mean, it was fine. well, it, was, it, it, it wasn't was fine. Yeah. It was fine, right. but it never went to that next level. I, I feel like I should note that uh, uh, um, uh, Nick Rolovich has not been hired for what? a new job. I don't understand. And whatever, like, uh, um, brief side note, I read about this for Medium. I no longer, um, uh, I no longer find myself having the anger and frustration toward people that are not vaccinated that I once did. Because you know at a certain level, because I can get it from you guys that are vaccinated just so I can get it from anybody right now. Right. Now you're just being a dumbass rather right. than necessarily... You're but, gambling with your life. Yeah, but you're, I don't. You're not actually like perpetuating anything anymore. But to me, Rolovich is like the ultimate. Like he had that team going, and mm-hmm. like they liked him. And for him not to do that at a public university, he still doesn't have a job. Right. That's just. Like, I mean, I think those uh, what those those guys who got traded from Kansas City to the Yankees. They probably had to. Mer- they weren't vaccinated. Like Mer- Ben and Ben tended. Been attendee. Mer- Whit Merrifield, who was Whit not Mer- playing in Toronto, has said he will get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. And whatever, but that's remember that's not a sports thing. That's literally there's another nation. The United States has the same law, right. by the way. Mm. It's just that like we don't, don't notice it because we usually say in the United States. <laughs> but more to the point, I just think of Nick Rolovich a lot because yeah. I think that he made a lot of sense for that program. Oh, the team seemed to like him. He was him. the former Hawaii coach, right? Yes, yes. and yeah. he was, and it just like of all the hills to die on. And it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. And and the same. And I think you can look at the dumbness of. You can look back and see, see that maybe people were a little bit too angry at the non-vaccinated. Oh, I, agree with that. I think yeah. that's a fair thing to say. But that's. I don't think that's nearly as dumb as literally ruining your entire career because you work at a state university where it is the law to be vaccinated and you don't do it. And now, now what the hell are you doing? Oh, it's totally different than being. I'm very mad online. You're not vaccinated, and also, I'm making a choice between my livelihood and not. But out of maybe he was set and he was comfortable and just wanted to go sure. hang out. All right, and sorry. it was a good no, outcome. He, he gets to do that now. Yeah. yeah, he definitely gets to do that now. Yeah. He didn't seem happy to be leaving the team. But, um, but, but speaking yeah. of, Ted Roof is still a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And so, listen, Washington I'm, State? No, somewhere. Oh. I assume. Listen, I'm still <laughs> rooting for Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. I, we're not, this, is, this is not a thing anymore. <laughs> This is nothing. All right. So if the Braves I, don't make the World Series, I hope it's the Blue Jays versus the Cardinals. Uh, they, <laughs> I, then I will be mad. Then I will be mad. Okay. So my pick here is uh, Oregon uh, over USC. Wow. Yeah. I just I people always want Utah to do this, and they never quite do. This. I have Utah over Oregon. Yeah. The Pac-12 exhausts me, so I'm going to copy Will. <laughs> I'm going to say Oregon over USC. We even talk about poor Chip Kelly, by the way. Remember when Chip Kelly was going to change everything over there? That doesn't seem to be happening. You mean Big Ten quarterback? Yeah. I mean, no, uh, sorry, no, the, uh, <laughs> the our sponsor. Yeah, Chip no. Chip Kelly no, from Seven Six Apparel. I'm secretly pulling. Well, not secretly. It doesn't matter. I'm pulling for USC to do well because a good friend of mine who I work out at CrossFit, his son. In law is the strength and conditioning coach at UCLA and it, he he shares a couple of you know you know how every major university has awesome sports media 
Um, he show, well, he, he I mean, shared. Things are different this year. Guys are stronger. Yeah. Really getting after it this offseason. And they, they, he shared a UCLA Instagram post of his son-in-law coaching him up. And I mean, I, w- I was ready to go run through a wall, and I didn't I didn't really have anywhere to go. So you're rooting for UCLA? Yes, because okay. because of my buddy uh, Scott Clegg, his uh, his son-in-law is the, the the strength and conditioning coach at uh, UCLA. So. Awesome. Not so awesome. If so, you might note there that I did not pick a team. Uh, from the Pac-12. Oh, you were, you, you've been final. you've been planning this. So you have no plan. I have. I, I can. I appreciate what you're doing. Because Notre Dame is making the playoff this year. That is my big thing. And uh, listen, I do not think uh, that they're going to beat Ohio State. Though, if they do, the path is cleared for them in a not dissimilar way than when Georgia beat Clemson last year. Oh yeah. Oh, no, they beat Ohio State. They're in. Yeah, and like it is – even if they lose to Cle- – they got Clemson at home later and they got at USC. But the, I think they're be clearly favored in both of those games. I think they can lose to Ohio State and I think they'll win the rest of their games and I think they'll make the playoffs. And I They th- better run the rest of them. Yeah, I think – I mean they, I, they'll have to obviously, but I think they will. I think that – I think that, you know – at Clemson? No. No, home against Clemson. Home against Clemson. I think a kind of weak Clemson team. I and think they could lose their first and last game of the season. Yeah, at USC is, is the challenge. But if you're at Notre Dame at USC for the playoff, which is basically what that would be right at that point. And how cool is that? Because it's like a de facto yeah. play-in game. Yeah. But I, I think... Before y'all yell at me, I don't think USC gets there. Yeah. But I don't think this is playing for <laughs> this. They're, they're on the it's schedule. It's playing for Notre Dame. They're, they're playing, playing on the schedule. No, that's the point, though. No, yeah. I'm saying. I don't think, I don't think, I think if USC yeah. wins that game, they're still not going to the playoffs. Right. But I think Notre Dame is well positioned this year. Listen, you want the argument for Notre Dame to sing an independent? Pac-12 is chaos. Big 12 is chaos. ACC is chaos. Just sit back and wait for them to all beat each other up. And as long as you can take out the service academies, <laughs> BYU. Poor choice of words. <laughs> and, I'm glad you brought up BYU because yeah. it's a possibility that game in Las Vegas against yeah. BYU is a spot for the yeah. layout. I'm not saying BYU's there, but if BYU beats Notre Dame, look out. And I think Notre Dame will also benefit from the fact that, frankly, I think Cincinnati can go undefeated. And after what happened to them in the playoff last year, it's gonna, like it's going to yeah. be hard to put Cincinnati in. I think it depends how much they beat Arkansas yeah. high and what yeah. Arkansas does. Yeah, I just think that like it's people are skeptical of Cincinnati now, and fairly or unfairly, listen, I'm why are they, they more skeptical than they are of Notre Dame because Notre Dame has done exactly the same thing twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but it's Notre Dame. I know it's Notre and Dame, it's right? Okay, like that's all there right. is to it. Because and, it's Notre Dame, and there's good vibes with Freeman, right? Like people love Freeman. People are really excited about Freeman. He's the Notre, cool Notre Dame. Coach. Everybody was excited about Kirby in 2016 too, and you saw what Georgia did in 2016. I'm really, really, really ready for the playoff to expand mm-hmm. because Notre Dame has a super clear path now. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I'm with you, Will. I think I am not 100% ready to say that it's absolutely Notre Dame, but I think the winner of Notre Dame BYU game. It just makes a ton of sense for them. It makes a ton of sense, particularly because I think Ohio State may run the Big Ten. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. Ohio State runs the Big Ten and Notre Dame doesn't get beat like 57 so to you're, 10. So you're pretty much saying that it's going to be two SEC teams again. Yes. We'll see. But yes, that's kind of what I'm Don't get ahead next okay. week. Right. I am saying um, I can't. I'm not speaking for Will, but okay. don't get yeah. ahead of me. Okay. Um, yeah. But so yeah, I, I'm with you. I think I think the winner of the Notre Dame BYU game. I 
there's a world where Cincinnati does it if they beat Arkansas by a lot. Arkansas goes nine and three, you know, finishes second in the West, right? right. Uh, and things fall exactly the right way. Um, but I, I can't, I can't argue with you right. because look, the only change at Notre Dame, realistically, the only change at Notre Dame was was the head coach, and right. there's a world where the head coach was what's holding them back. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, we'll, see. we'll certainly see, but. Certainly, there's good vibes with that program right now. If they can just not get blown out at Ohio State, they could probably even afford another loss. Because I think there's chaos. There's chaos with the rest of the, with the other conferences. I think Notre Dame is particularly well positioned this year. So, of, of all the conferences we've talked about, uh, I'm my two playoff teams, and yes, I am thinking there's two SEC teams. I think it's Notre Dame and Ohio State. I mean. The funny thing, the fun thing to me, I should say, is that I, there's a world where this is as chaotic as 2007, right? Because mm. we go into the season with fewer, we go into the season with fewer, with more sure things, but fewer, yeah, I could see that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, look, we'll talk about this next week, but I think there's, it's easy for us to say, yeah, Georgia, I could see that. But right now, the the surest the the surest thing I can think of is Ohio State. There's yeah. no disrespect to Alabama, but Alabama has to play in the SEC. Even if the West is cakewalk, they got to play probably Georgia in the SEC yeah. championship. Ohio State's a surer thing than any SEC mm-hmm. team. Ohio State's a surer thing than any other SEC team. If you were to ask me, the winner of the BYU Notre Dame game is the second most sure thing. Wow, I mean, it's a good point. So, in, in, in very few people, even Bill Conley doesn't have... Does BYU play Tennessee again this year? That's an easy one. Oh, right? wow. That would be amazing. No, uh, they, they, they do play return? Arkansas, though. They do play Arkansas. Okay. Tennessee's um, not going to Provo? Or do they already no, do that? I don't no, know. No, they don't. Um, I can't wait to talk about Tennessee next week to where you get to I talk mean, about how disappointed... Baylor. Right. No, they, they, BYU yeah. has... Sorry, I mean, They have an incredible no, okay. schedule. They have an incredible schedule. Um. So let's see. And they're at Oregon. Oh yeah, they have their schedule certainly sets up. So here's BYU schedule, and this is why I think this. I'm if, sorry, Scott. I didn't mean to. Uh, no, I they're just at, just at USA. We're, we're live. We're live. It's fine. I know, but I, I just was. I was just like, whoa, they're playing <laughs> Baylor, Oregon. Baylor at home at Oregon, Wyoming, Utah State, Notre Dame, and Las Vegas, Arkansas. What are you doing? Going to Provo to play in BYU? October? In October, it could be snowing. A week before BYU plays at Liberty. At Liberty. By the, way. <laughs> by the way, BYU, what are you doing? It's going to be 494 degrees. East Carolina at Boise, Utah Tech at Stanford. Right. So if you're at, if you get to the Notre Dame game at five and zero, you beat Notre Dame. I mean, I guess Arkansas could give you fits, but that game's right, right. in your home stadium at 6,000 feet elevation and probably going to be snowing. Those right. guys are going to be catching snowflakes on their tongues. Yeah. So you yeah. you win that game, you're probably in the playoffs or at least absolutely in the conversation after like December the 4th or whatever that date is. So yeah. I'm just fascinated by something called Utah Tech. <laughs> I would never heard of that. I have to say, I did not know you. It's, said that it's the thing. new Liberty. Wow, yeah. is it like a World League team or something? <laughs> Utah Tech. It's that, a, you know, America had a couple of World League teams yeah. back in the nineties. Yeah. Know. Oh, I remember. We left. Utah Tech is definitely the college football team in like a movie. Yeah, it has not <laughs> gotten the rights. Yeah, yeah the fake team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Texas State used to be that, but now yeah. Texas State. They, is what was the movie with Kathy Ireland? 
that was. They, I think it was Texas State. That Texas was Texas State. State. Yeah. But what was and the movie? Name? Unnecessary roughness. They had stone yeah. hands and. Uh, Texas State. It was unnecessary yes. roughness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Or Texas necessary State necessary from, roughness. Yeah, you're right. Was, uh, you're right. All right, sorry. Yeah. You're right. She wasn't as good as Goldie Hawn and Wildcats, though. Yeah. Oh, that was Wildcats. So oh, I, I, I mean, Goldie Hawn is like a better actress gets, by like a factor of a thousand. Everybody gets overclamped about Liberty. Let's not forget they were only eight and five last year with probably the best player they were ever going to yeah. have in Malik Willis. NFL quarterback Malik Willis. It's fun talking about college football. It is. And I'm so gonna, excited. Oh, you know, I hope you have some questions. I do. So I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. Um, do you want to, what do you want to attack first? And we need to start using that, that word Options. again. Um, buy or sell. Uh, the 2022 all name team. Ooh. Or um, I'm going to give you another choice. I, I could, I could. If it's jerseys. Wait. The answer is no. No, it's not jerseys. Will and I did jerseys when you weren't here. I think I take jerseys over the name team. And I'm not I doing. That. I not, often don't like the name. I don't find like. I'm not doing jerseys. I know. I know. But I'm saying generally. You're saying hypothetically. I would. I would take jerseys over. I mean, I could talk jerseys. I mean, I mean, Will name teams always like feels like like a like a white dude in his 40s being like people that are not white dudes in their 40s have. No, there's there's white them. guys on it. There's white. I know. We got Bumper Pool to talk about. He's still playing and he's on the list. He also is older than Stetson. Yeah. Um, the other one is um, comparing our first year was 2015 that we did a podcast. So comparing I don't the, like that game. Comparing the top 25 and 2015 oh, I like that idea. to okay. now. I like that. Let's idea. save that for the end. I like that idea. Okay. Guys, right, you guys so you buy or sell? You didn't really answer my question. Buy or sell. Buy or sell? All right. These are just random, you know, sportsy related thoughts um, that popped in my mind. Um, buy or sell? And of course, I know you're going to buy, but there's also a viewing component of it. Uh, easy football schedules. And the reason I say that is ESPN has an article where they rank Georgia as the easiest home schedule, which I would agree with. Um, and like how I mentioned earlier, how Tech has the hardest um, non-conference schedule. But Georgia's home schedule, they have three SEC teams, Auburn, Vanderbilt, and Tennessee. Tennessee's the only team that has a preseason rank at 24. They have a P5 game against Tech. They have a G5 game against Kent State. And they have an FCS team of, of uh, Samford. So do you buy or sell easy football schedules? And I guess it doesn't matter for Georgia because if they win out, they're fine. But for some teams, it might be a little bit different. As an Illinois fan, I want Samford. <laughs> I want Akron. And I want Coast. No, I want, I want, you don't want Coastal? I want East Carolina. There you go. That's who I want. That's what I want. And as a Georgia fan, I want Auburn, Alabama, and yeah, Notre Dame. That's exactly right. That's like that. I is. mean, I mean, I don't think the answer. I think the answer is really simple, right? Um, I understand why Kirby wants to play. What I I don't understand the logic. Like we want to play more games in Atlanta and fewer games in Jacksonville. Yeah. That makes no sense to me, right? Either mm-hmm. th- logically those do not match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we haven't gotten to Georgia, Florida, but I. Frankly, I think that with Oklahoma and Texas coming to the league, the conference is going to change your rule where you can have recruits come to the games. Right, it's going to solve it. But having said all that, I would much rather compelling games be at home than have to go to Atlanta or even even on the road, right? I do think there's value in what Georgia does the Atlanta game every three years. Is that, is that basically what it is? Yeah, I mean, two years, they, they, they were going to play Virginia during COVID, but right. that got canceled. Right. So I think the idea take, is it's going to be every three years. Like, I don't, I, as, like, is that, is you it can, counting? Because if they don't do it, guess who is going to play it? Nick it's Saban? A, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, 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 a game. It counts as a home game. 
Yeah, you got to. I think I think you got to do it, and you need to not play Duke. Like you need to. Right, if you're going to do it, it has to be somebody compelling. Right, right. You want to play someone really good, but like, and I'm I'm not going this year. It's my my dad's 80th birthday. We get to we get get together like every year already. But last year, I drove from Clemson. I drove from Charlotte like eight eight o'clock in the morning, so I could be there Sunday at noon. This year, I'm not going at all, right? right? Because it just didn't make sense. But um, I just. Given a choice between, given a choice between Charleston Southern and a home game against a quality non-conference 100%. opponent, I'm going to pick the quality but, but I would also say that, like, I'm sorry, it's one of the frustrating. I said this before. One of the frustrating things I find about Georgia football fans sometimes is it gets to be like November and you're playing Charleston Southern. And you're like, ugh, no, why do I even me. bother going to this game? It's like I don't know. You ain't gonna get any more games until September and next year. Yeah, I'm still going. Go. I'm still going. Yeah, yeah. So I. But that's an argument towards playing nobody's. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> I don't. Fair. I don't like. I, I do not like having only three SEC games. You know, oh, I get it because yeah. we're the home team against Florida. But as a season ticket holder, I mean, Kent State, Samford, Vanderbilt. It's not great. It's not great. I mean, I'm excited. Here's the Tennessee's thing. Tennessee's the best game. I'm excited to see Tech because it's been four years since they played here in Samford Stadium. So, I mean, I'm fine with Tech, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Auburn. I love, I love stealing hope from all of them or watching that. You know, but think about this time last year. Now, this ain't going to happen again. Trust me. But when we we were kind of dogging last year's oh, home yeah. schedule, we had back to back game days because yeah. we had back to back top ten teams here, and that was awesome with Kentucky well, and Arkansas. Those teams did not end up top ten in the season, but the the atmosphere was amazing. The atmosphere was good. You're also, right. if Georgia hadn't have been so freaking awesome, maybe those would have been close games. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also take not close games. So <laughs> the other the other part of this is I started looking um, in that same article. They ranked Kent State one of Georgia's opponents. As the toughest, um, I guess, stretch of uh, non-conference games as well, like with Georgia Tech, they play at Washington, at Oklahoma. They have a little break against Long Island University at home. Is Kent State building a new stadium? And then they come to Athens. So within in three or four weeks, they play the Huskies, Mm -hmm. the Sooners, whatever Long Island is, and it's then in Brooklyn. Uh, the it's Bulldogs. In no, I know, I know it's on... Oh, it's in Brooklyn? It's in Brooklyn. Wouldn't it be on Long Island? No, no, Long, Long Island's in Brooklyn. Yeah, Long Island's in Brooklyn. Long Island actually Brooklyn's has Long several Island. campuses, but the primary campus is in Brooklyn. Yeah. They're the Sharks. Okay, that's a different, that's a different Long Island. Queens and, Queens and Brooklyn are both on Long Island. Okay. Well, the Sharks. Right? I don't have that wrong. Yeah, yeah, Bro- right. Brooklyn borders the water, right? There could yeah. be sharks there. It's all right there. Yeah. Okay. I don't think there's any sharks, but yeah. I think... Well, I mean, huh. they're, they're dead. There may be some sharks off Coney Island. I don't know yeah, how they're dead they because of Oh, certainly. I've been there. It's yeah, a lovely beach. The, the Coney Island is the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have a very yeah. soft spot. Ride roller coasters and then go... You know, go watch a baseball game. And eat like... And then go to the beach. And eat 47 hot dogs. Yeah. The subway ride is a little bit long. It's long, <laughs> but like you get to see a lot of one of my favorite things about that ride. You see like massive cemeteries. Uh huh. Like, like it's like there's a cemetery on the stop that's like larger than most of Manhattan. Like it is a massive, massive cemetery. Yeah. Um, so, so then I went one step farther. Oh, good. And then we'll move on. So I don't know. This is how my mind works. I was like, okay, Kent State's playing something called LIU, the LIU Sharks. But they're also playing Georgia and Washington. So I was like, if I check Long Island University's schedule, what kind of quack program are they playing? And then I kind of dumbed it down a little bit. 
so it was almost like six degrees of se- separation for Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. So this is five degrees of separation to a D2 school. That They're playing Georgia. Elbert County, aren't they? <laughs> right. So Georgia, okay. So the Power 5 school is Georgia. Yeah. That plays a group of five school, Kent State, okay. the Flashes, okay. which plays an FCS school. I, didn't, I can't believe they're FCS. Uh, LIU, the LIU Sharks, okay. which sounds like a minor league baseball team, um, which then plays an <laughs> FCS team called the Merrimack Warriors. Merrimack, okay. Where is that? Uh, is that up New north? Jersey, right? I don't know. Okay. Who then plays a D2 school called the Assumption Greyhounds. <laughs> They're definitely in Newark. And then I found out, I didn't go any farther than that, but do you know where what the name of the stadium that the Assumption Greyhounds play in? You know, I don't. Our Lady of Sorrows. Close. Brian Kelly... 83 Stadium. That's where <laughs> Brian Kelly went. Wow. That is With amazing. his southern accent. Scott, yeah. this is why Al Gore invented the internet. So Scott <laughs> could do this. <laughs> you know, there's a great internet... Uh, internet. There's a great uh, social media account called Depths of Wikipedia. That could be Maybe. something on... There's I'll a, set my brain. There's a great podcast episode done by one of my favorite podcasts, Reply All... Uh, by hosted by, by Gimlet Media, uh, their their penultimate episode because they signed off is depths of Wikipedia. So go to Reply All and then scroll all the way down to like episode one ninety eight. Is they're 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 done producing the show? They but, stopped at one ninety nine. I guess so. But they, uh, they had some issues. But they talked about they talked about um, uh, the only thing I, yeah Wikipedia. But like there's this account called Depths of Wikipedia that just finds. I mean they have like a million followers. And they just find these random things, and they go down these rabbit holes, which is kind of what I do yeah. when I'm not working. Probably mostly posted by my son. <laughs> but I remember there's one that's called a Pittsburgh toilet, and they investigate. Oh my god, a Pittsburgh toilet! <laughs> do you know what that is? Of course, I don't know. I'd never heard of it before. And they, they they spent 15 minutes talking, like trying to find somebody that's actually seen one or used one. I've seen one. I'm sorry. What is it. a Pittsburgh toilet? So a Pittsburgh toilet. <laughs> so in this is the thing in Pittsburgh, there's other places too. In the typically in a place, a special hilly place, um, the bottom floor, a basement of the house, like the septic <laughs> line runs through there. And there are a number of houses, apparently in Pittsburgh, that have um, a toilet just hooked straight into the sewage <laughs> line. So there will be another toilet house. So you're thinking about a three bedroom house with one bathroom. You put a toilet in the literally in the middle of the basement. No walls. Just, just, a toilet, just a toilet where you could go down there and do your toilet business. Usually on a riser because you got to have a P trap. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. So I, the so you just have like a lock on the basement door. Is that just I, I don't know. Be careful. Well, they interviewed. Yeah, I guess Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh, how much, yeah. how much privacy do you need? So <laughs> I feel true, like in Pittsburgh, I need a lot so of privacy. True, true, true story. My parents, my grandparents. I can't believe you know uh, what this is. My my grandparents who lived in Decatur. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a Pittsburgh toilet, but they had a toilet that was not exactly private mm-hmm. in their basement. Um, so when I saw there was a whole You're like I gotta try that. There's a whole thing of Pittsburgh toilets, and because that was that was the other bathroom, yeah. right? Because they had a bathroom on the main floor. Uh, they had two bedrooms on the main floor. They had like a bedroom ish upstairs mm-hmm. above what was really the carport, but no bathroom. And they had one bathroom in the house. Can you build, just put some plywood around it or something? Not how it, you, why would you Then it wouldn't that? be called a Pittsburgh toilet. Why would you do that, Brian? Uh, 
just look, I respect, look, I get, I get your Midwestern sensibilities. Yeah, like, but just, we're talking about Pittsburgh. They put French fries on all the sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. So the interview well, guy it, that had used one. He was renovating a house, and he said that he liked it because he, you know, worked and felt would, free. Would take his work boots off down there, and then be able to just use. Is the... it George Costanza? <laughs> I mean, listen, my dad built a. He has a toilet. I out bet of your his dad garage. knows about it. He has yeah. a toilet out of his garage. Yeah, but that is like it's not like out of. The... But he put a wall around it. Yeah, he just he's just like well, I'm I, this makes it so I don't have to go inside. And I'll smart man. Again, I respect. Yeah, uh, but like that's not like a. A necessity because of the hills. Yeah. So it's you just, buy yourself a Pittsburgh to, toilet. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy one. I'll, I'll put some plywood around it. Okay. I gotta say, right, we I'll gotta move on. We're I've used, desperately I've used, late on I've time. I've used that contraption before. That's amazing. Okay. Well, yeah. Go go check that episode out. I don't remember what the other two were. Oh, there's a guy I remember. There's the the depths of Wikipedia. <laughs> this is funny the way Do it I need described a separate it. Colo from for the second maybe episode. maybe for the next episode. But there there was a. There's some <laughs> economist, like English economist, his name is Guy Standing. Okay, and so the controversy is that his Wikipedia page, he's actually sitting in his picture, and so someone edited the page, Guy Standing sitting. And no. there was this big dust up of like Wikipedia people saying, Do not change this, and people going back and changing it all the time. So they called the this very smart economist, like the people, the producers at the show, and asked him about not world economy and world <laughs> hunger, but asked him about his Wikipedia. He's like 73 years old, and he had really good humor with it. And he told an off-color joke that I won't repeat, so go listen to the episode. But it was really funny. But, uh, yeah, he didn't really care that um, you know Guy Standing um, was edited as Guy Standing Sitting. I should also mention I heard the other Will Leach while I was in Belfast. Oh, did you see him on BBC? I, I, listen, I heard He's it. a great dude. I did, uh, yeah. He's a great He's dude. There's another Will Leach. He's a reporter for in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Does uh, he have BBC. Will Leach at Will Leach? He does, which is why it's con- like whenever someone likes the book or it's October and they're mad at the Cardinals, <laughs> people are always yelling at him. And so, Does he have little, good humor about he has it? He very yeah. good humor. We should have him on the bummed. podcast. He's I was a little good. bummed I did not reach out to him and like, let's go have a... He uh, is in very good humor. He's very cool. Because it, it's a much bigger problem that is for him than it is for me. Because sure. no one would watch him on the BBC and be like, oh, I'll go at William F. Leach. Right. They just go at Will Leach. He has the original but, at Will Leach. But I, but I did And so people him. are always kind of yelling. Yeah, well, I was there. Okay. He's, a, he's very nice about it. Buy or sell Will Leach? Buy. Sell. All right. The BBC one? Oh, I teased this earlier. Buy or sell week zero games. Buy. Buy. More weeks, the better. I don't know why there aren't more. No. It's, it's confusing to me why there aren't more. There, I mean, there's there's Illinois, um, Wyoming. There's Vanderbilt, Hawaii. And there's Nebraska, Northwestern. Nebraska, Northwestern. And Ireland. That's three. That's plenty. That gets but you a full day. Nebraska and Northwestern do not play the first game of the season. It is. Austin P at Western Kentucky. They start at twelve. Nebraska Northwestern starts at twelve thirty. I feel like I can just wait until the twelve thirty game. I I'm probably won't. And Will, I, I mentioned earlier that Illinois mm-hmm. is not the only team. Now it's 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 close. If there's a lightning delay, Illinois might be. But in week zero, Charlotte plays at Florida Atlantic uh, shortly after Wyoming plays at Illinois, and then on. Friday, which is the same night that Illinois plays, Charlotte starts at 7 p.m. against <laughs> William and Mary. So they you all start at 8 o'clock. They got an hour on us. So, 
right, well, maybe might. they'll have like a nine overtime game. Correct. It could it, it could be variable. I'm um, just saying I I, I want to come up with something exciting. I'm going to do if Illinois starts two and zero before Georgia plays a game. I bet seven six apparel could print you a shirt. Uh, drive undefeated. for six. Can we get a drive, drive for six? For six? Undefeated. Chase, six. if you're still listening. They're 2 and oh, man. There's no way he's still listening. That's a third one. <laughs> we'll see. Chase, is, uh, ball's in your court. <laughs> All right. Uh, buy or sell. Memorabilia, sports or otherwise. I am a big fan of memorabilia, yet I draw a line where I don't care about autographs. Yeah. I don't care about getting pictures with famous people, but yet... I like collecting, um, you know, I, uh, obviously the memorabilia from, you know, past years and then this past uh, season. But I did, I've got friends that have probably 20x the amount of Georgia National Championship or Braves World Series memorabilia. I just, I'm kind of like, I'm good with one or two items. Uh, I collect ticket stubs or when they used to be ticket stubs. I'm bummed about that. But other than that, you know, I'll make my own. Yeah. yeah. As I get older, I'm less like, eh. Yeah, I definitely don't care about having something signed. Yeah, I definitely don't care about that. Uh, I mean, if there's a chance to get a picture in a natural course, I'd love a picture, right? With With Jeff Collins, Collins. yeah, right. But like, I've met some famous people where I've talked to them and just it didn't feel right. I like to, yeah, you're right. I I like to if I meet someone famous or someone, even you know, a Georgia football player or a coach or something, like Will, right. I like to act normal because maybe my my joy out of that interaction is like they're going to leave going like that dude was cool he didn't ask me for anything. So here's my story about this. Okay, here's my story is that I have for a long time um, corresponded with John Hamm. Oh, okay. Because he's a Cardinals fan and he used to be a commenter on Deadspin. He's great in Top Gun Maverick. Wait, he was a he was a commenter on Deadspin. That's how he, was he really? He reached out to me originally. That's awesome. Because it was have before, you told my wife this? It was before Mad Men. It was before Mad Men. He was a commenter on Deadspin, wow. and he was a reader of the site. And then after Mad Men got huge, one day he literally just random e- randomly emailed me and said, "Hey, we should totally chat. I'm a Cardinals fan. I was reading the site. I started reading the site because I knew a Cardinal fan ran it. And so we have then emailed, generally stayed in touch." During big Cardinals, the Blues won the Stanley Cup. We talked like it was a general whole thing, but I never actually met him. Mm. In fact, he used to always. Uh, uh, after I had already moved here, I uh, was friends. I basically I ran the Cardinals fan group in New York City. So when he wanted to go, and so I had to like call the owner of the bar and say John Ham's coming. <laughs> they had to get security. It was a whole deal. But like he said, basically Ham would like email me like, "Hey, I'm coming tonight." I was like, "Got it. You're all set," and so on. But we never actually met. And so one night he went, uh, he went to a, to, to a Cardinals game uh, at the bar, and I happened to be there, even though I was living here at the time. It was a playoff game. And, I, and he saw me, and it's like, oh, my God. So we sat and talked for, like, literally, like, 20 minutes. Like, because we're always emailing, but we never actually met. So we sat and talked for, like, 20 minutes. I just assumed one of my friends would take a picture <laughs> of us talking. Because I wasn't going to ask him for right. one because we're like, we now have an interaction. <laughs> I would like, have. talking to Don Draper. It would totally I would have be, taken a picture of you. Well, it would, see, to me, it would be weird because at that point, we've, I feel like we've already established a rapport. Right. Bros, I still like email. We're definitely not bros. But certainly we have emailed enough to where like it would be weird to be like, okay, let's like, I have to show that I like. So I assumed that one of my friends would be like, well, there's Will and John Hamm having a casual conversation during a Cardinals game for like 20 minutes. I figured one of them would take a picture and none of them did. And I have not seen them since. So the, so the moral of the story is picture. It didn't happen. So that's the thing is that like, I don't <laughs> want 
to take a picture, but I want to have had a picture taken. Yeah. Fair. I love Fair. candid photography. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. I would have gotten you one. Yeah. You. Oh, my God. If you would have been there, it, it would have been beautiful. Oh, it but, so uh, Wilham's on between two far. I mean, Wilham. Shit. John Hamm. John Hamm. Don't John edit. Hamm. I don't care. John Hamm is on Between Two Farms right now talking about how he met Will Leach. And none of his friends took <laughs> and a none picture. None of his friends took a picture. Um, they were reminded of the great Sarah Life sketch. When before anybody knew who John Hamm was, but he was just funny on, on Mad Men, and before the show was popular, they had him on the show. And because nobody knew who he was, they actually literally had a sketch called It Was John Hamm's John Hamm. And it was Ham you ate in the toilet. I think, you know, I hate, <laughs> I, I really hate the Geico commercials, but I like the one that he's on. See, I feel like I'm starting to wonder a little bit whether he's on the like, the progressive career. Yeah, oh, is that progressive. what it is? Okay, yeah, the progressive. And I'm starting yeah. to wonder putting John Hamm in the fictional universe of the progressive ads. I would argue is beneath John Hamm. Yeah. I would argue that's beneath. You John will not talk about Flo in my presence. I like Flo. I got. I don't have a problem with oh, Flo. It's so annoying. I, I prefer the AT and T girl. Later, though. Yeah. Also, yeah. true. Anyway, go ahead. Very true. Vanya. All right. Last buy or sell. Um, okay. Buy or sell the extra wild card in Major League Baseball because the American League right now has seven teams within five and a half games of the last wild card, and the National League has five teams within five and a half games. I like it because you know what I find myself doing? Checking to see how the Orioles are doing. Oh, kind yeah. of rooting for them, oh, you yeah. know, for Tim Kelly's sake yep. and the fact that they're one game out of the wild card. And they sold tonight. off a and lot they're winning of guys. Tonight. They're winning tonight. So. Yeah, I, I'm very pro. I I, yeah. I understand the argument against it, but like this is the way things are going, man. And and I think you saw a much more active trade deadline because of the idea yeah. of teams feeling like they're building for the playoffs. And I think this is the way Braves are tied five five. And I'm also not a fan of a one game playoff. So yeah, exactly. so how are they going to do it? Is it so the way it works is the 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 division champions. There's three obviously three divisions in each league. The division champions that have the best two records. Currently in the National League, it is the Dodgers and the Mets. Mm-hmm. They will get a bye. Okay. The next four teams, the, win, the division champion that has the third best record, in this case is currently the St. Louis Cardinals, would be the three seed. The wildcard team with the best record of the three wildcard teams, currently the Atlanta Braves, would be four. And they, they'll be home team of the wildcard. They'd be the home team of the wildcard. Uh, fifth right now is Philadelphia. They're ahead of so the Braves. Would play the Phillies. Phillies would be at Braves for three games. Yeah. Oh, no travel to no, tra- no travel. Oh, I like that. All in Atlanta. First team to win two it wins. Right. And then the second right now, San Diego has fallen behind Philadelphia. They can't so win be, with Soto. So it would be San Diego at St. Louis. Right. And in, in, St. in St. Louis for three games. And so then, and they do not reseed. So if whoever wins that Cardinal San Diego series would play the Mets. Whoever wins that Atlanta Philadelphia series for five games, uh, for oh yeah, w- would play the Dodgers. Okay, and then that would be your traditional division series uh-huh. that we've seen, and the winners of that would go to a seven-game series in the league. So games. you're only adding three games at the most two. Yeah, you're basically it's not dissimilar to what kind of what they did during the COVID season. Uh-huh. Like it's 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 a little different. There's few, there's two fewer teams, uh-huh. but it's similar to that. Like yeah. that those yeah, games. It's only, it's only three more. It's only three more games than when it was uh, a seven-game divisional, seven-game uh, championship league, a championship, right? Right. right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm all for. It used to be five-game championships. Right. The Cardinals played the Braves back in the days. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm all for more excitement leading up to it because even though you know the Braves are 
knock on wood. I mean, they, they need to start winning again, but I'm not really worried about I them. think they're comfortably in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, but to be able to look at these other teams, like the Giants are still five and a half out. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the American right. League, it's much tighter. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. So it's, it makes it fun, you yeah. know, when you're a big baseball fan like me and Tony and Will, you know, it's like you put on MLB Network or Apple TV. There's and always something happening. There's something going on. Yeah. I think baseball... I know they always get dogged on and by the national media, but I I've never been more interested in baseball. I mean, you're preaching recently. to the choir with me. I know, but, I know, I am uh, with you. But uh, maybe it's because my boys yeah. actually like it. Okay. I'll catch Jennifer. I've got the Braves game on just about every night. She she comments on Matt Olson. Yeah. She I mean, it does on, help when your team just won the World Series. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's hard. She knew about Will Smith getting traded. She's like, yeah. "Wait a minute, why'd yeah. they trade him?" I was like, "Well, I mean, because he slapped Chris Tucker." <laughs> Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Crap. He may have slapped. He may have slapped. Chris probably Tucker. Chris Tucker. I was like, was he in a movie with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker or something? Which one y'all kicked me? Um, 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 you know what? I'm going to table the rest of this until probably, next week. That way best. I can do less probably prep best. or show work. Probably work. Give yourself a break. I would have already done it. But as you may have noticed, we have missed each other. We are excited to be, be back, to be guys. back going. We need to be back going. So. Um, um, we haven't even talked about any uh, basketball stuff, which we'll do. Uh, probably They're playing time. in Daytona Beach. Yes. During yes. Thanksgiving. I saw mm-hmm. John Bateman tweeting that out. Yeah, they, they have not released the full schedule yet. I'm eager for them to do so. But what other teams are going to be down there? Um, that's, uh, I actually have it in my phone right now, so I'm going to go ahead and say a bunch oh, the of Daytona, words. The... It's the Daytona Beach. Oh. And the schedule Like is... the summer thing they're doing. Yes. Okay. I thought you meant... No, no, no. They're going down there for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, it's a, fa- it's it's like a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving thing? Okay. The Ocean Center. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, and there's some interesting teams It is also uh, the first day of the World Cup. Is the, oh. is the day of that game? The USA will actually play at 2 p.m. It should against be a England? very fun sports day. No, or it's Wales. Uh, against uh, Wales. Okay. And they will play it to be a very fun sports day. Sunday is also my son's 11th birthday. Have you ever met anybody from Wales? I've not met anyone from um, Wales. They have a weird accent. We, we speak the same language, but I, do not speak the same language. I guess Christian Bale? <laughs> Christian Bale. No, so we were, we were Ireland. We yeah. had Airbnb. And so what's people, harder to understand? Welsh. Welsh. Accent. Welsh accent. Did anybody come up to you native to England and be like, man, where are you from? Or did they guess where you're from? Cause oh, no, they all know you're American. But do they know that you're from the South or they can't tell? Generally, yeah. Because I've, I've found in my travels that, one, I can't tell much of a difference. And I know I've, some people say you're dumb. I can't tell like a difference between like New Zealand and Australia and then like English and Scottish and stuff like all that. The, all the people in Ireland knew I was from the South. Okay. Southern really? part of the United okay. States, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So St. Joseph's is their first Saint game Joe's? at 8.30 okay. on, Big on Monday. And then if they win, they will play South Florida or UAB. Okay. So Daytona Beach. Okay. If you want to go to Daytona Beach for Thanksgiving to watch some Georgia so basketball. So Georgia-St. Joe's is kind of like the marquee matchup there. Uh, I mean, if we'll see where Georgia is next year. We'll, 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 we'll get in there. we got plenty of time to talk about Georgia basketball. Yeah. But I'm pleased to report that I will have my seats again this year. So. They've not changed that yet. I think changes are coming, mm-hmm. but they're coming. I would argue they're coming in a better way than I thought they were going to. I thought they were just going to be like, oh, so hey, football people, here's another perk. It looks like what they're actually doing is giving students better seats, which I am not. I'm here against. for. Before we leave, did you see the announcement? They're expanding, they're adding to Sanford State, they're doing upgrades, like $65 million they just approved today. Oh yeah, no. Like a new press box in the southwest end press zone. Press box. Uh, there. So if you think about the bridge and mm-hmm. the entrance there, that's going to be like straight entrance to both the upper and lower level. 
Um, also, the concourse there behind the south stands is going to be widened about <laughs> it needs twenty it. feet, right? <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to start construction at the end of the twenty twenty two season, and then finish it up with some extra super duper sky suites and then take the press box that's currently and make that more club seating and move it to the Southwest end zone, which if you're a spotter or like a play by play guy, if you're calling a game from the Southwest corner of the end zone, is it kind of hard? Not great. Yeah. But like the thing is, is you're you not TV. giving the university a bunch of money. So you yeah. get to, to the end zone. Not great. <laughs> I mean, so. Commonwealth stadium has been that way for, I'm sorry, Kroger stadium has been that way forever. So, um, all right, everyone. Uh, best to everyone. Very glad to be back. We'll be back next Tuesday. We're taping next Tuesday. Weekly, uh, guys. We are weekly until the season starts, which is shockingly And soon. we're probably going to be doing this format a lot more this season just because it's... The live, the we, tape to live. Yeah, we've, we've, oh, ma- we've mastered we're it. We're good at this. We're yeah. good at this. And, yeah, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Y'all have things to do. We have things to do. You didn't write any numbers down? No. I can drop some... Words. No, I mean it's after nine o'clock, so I think it's fine with the oh, FCC. Is that the it's, way like, it works? it's like Showtime now. Yeah, yeah. It's after so dark. When, it's when you tape the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. WSLS after dark. Nobody after wants to dark. see that. I took my shirt off a long time ago. Um, all right, be safe. We'll be back next week. But until then, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters, uh, Facebook too, but I think the show automatically gets posted there uh, at WSLS Podcast. And also be kind to our um, sponsor this year, the76.com on the web. That's where you can order your stuff. And 76 Apparel spelled out on Twitter and Instagram. They've got great uh, content flowing almost daily. I'm going to be contributing some pictures of those lovely belts that I spoke about earlier. So when you see the photos on 76 Apparel on their uh, Instagram, you can uh, give me a shout. But um, we'll be back next week with our SEC preview show and then the following week with the Georgia preview show. And then we get into game week, and that's what everybody's excited about. So uh, we'll see you on campus in about how many days? 21. 21 days. Ish. No, actually 28 days because we're not at home the first week. You get the idea. And, uh, yeah, have fun with the rest of your summer. Good luck to all the kids in school. And, as always, go dogs. Fade it out. Yeah. You can't say your favorite. Good to do stage direction. This is the new season. (laughs) It's the new season.